0: entrepreneur on fire 543 mix a little inspiration with perspiration and a dash of entrepreneur on fire now you have the ingredients to success here's the master chef john lee dumas Set it and forget it. That's what you can expect from MailRoute, a cloud-based email filtering service, peace of mind included. For a free trial, go to MailRoute.net, enter promo code EOF for 10% off the lifetime of your account. Never listen to another voicemail again. How? Head over to evoice.com and set up your 30-day free trial, plus get $5 off every month forever with promo code FIRE. That's evoice.com, promo code FIRE. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Julie Austin. Julie, are you prepared to ignite?
1: Yes, I am. Yes.
0: Julie is an award-winning author, inventor, and multiple business owner. Her patented product, Swiggies Wrist Water Bottles, have sold in 24 countries. She's a go-to business expert, keynote speaker, and seminar leader in the fields of innovation and creativity. Her new book, The Money Garden, How to Plant the Seeds for a Lifetime of Income, is currently available on Amazon. Given our listeners just a little overview, Julie. So take a minute. Tell us about you personally because we want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business.
1: Well, um, I started out as an inventor, but I guess if I had to boil it down into what I do now, I'm a serial entrepreneur and I run four businesses. I have two more that I'm starting. I know that sounds really overwhelming, but I kind of get it to the point where it runs itself, and then I start another one. So it's it's like creating a business portfolio.
0: Well, Julia, we're going to dive into that business portfolio in a little bit, but give us a little more personal information about yourself.
1: Personal information: I started out in the entertainment industry as an actor, TV host. Um, I worked in T V and film distribution. So I've, you know, traveled the world selling T V and film rights. And actually that was a job that I created myself. And that's really what I do is I help other entrepreneurs create jobs of their own. And um, I guess, you know, I, I invented a product called Swiggies, they're wrist water bottles. Yeah. And that's really where I started as an entrepreneur.
0: Well, again, Julie, I can't wait to dive into your journey because it's truly fascinating. But before we do, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote because we really want to get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away.
1: Life is either a daring adventure or nothing. And that's Helen Keller.
0: Wow. Break that down first, Julie, because that's quite a quote. How do you live this mantra in your life?
1: Well, I think as an entrepreneur, every day is an adventure, (laughs) don't you think? Yeah. You know, you have to jump off the cliff every day and try new things and take risks. And, you know, if you're taking enough risks, you are going to fail a lot. And, you know, if you're not failing, I don't think you're succeeding because I, I, you know, work as an innovation speaker, and trainer. And that's the first thing I tell people is that you have to fail a lot if you're going to come up with a lot of successes.
0: If you're not failing, you're not trying. I love that. and It's a perfect segue into our really first topic, Julie, which is failure. Because in Entrepreneur on Fire, we go through the journey of our guests. And you're our spotlighted guest today, Julie. So let's go back to a time when you failed, when you fell flat in your face. I mean, tell us that story, Julie, take us down to the ground level and share with us the lessons you learned.
1: I thought that my product was a sports product in the sports industry. And so there was a trade show coming up called Action Sports Retail, which I thought, oh, that's perfect for me. And really what it was, was skateboarders and surfers, and it really was not my market at all. And my trade show booth was literally almost in the parking lot. It was not even near the the show. It was next to a big skateboard ramp. The music was so loud, you couldn't hear anyone talk. And none of the buyers if there were buyers, I don't know, were even coming out that way. And it was just a total disaster. I was in tears by the first day. And I finally just closed up my booth and started walking the show. And I happened to meet someone who was an inventor also. And he was having the same problem. He was closing up his booth, (laughs) because neither one of us belonged there. But I What I learned, because he actually became one of my only mentors, and what I learned is that you never know what market you're going to be going into. You never know where your product or service could be a success. And it turns out that he was in the promotional products industry. And that's really where my business turned around because of this huge failure.
0: So Fire Nation, let's really analyze this for a second because this is a fascinating story. And This is where no matter what situation you're in, you keep your eyes, your heart, your mind open and that silver lining may appear. So here Julie was, she was at this event that she did not belong at. She was not resonating with the music, with the people that were there, nothing positive in her mind was happening. So she was closing up shop. She was going home. But what ended up happening she bumped into a person who ended up becoming her mentor and great things led from that so she obviously is now in a much better position than she would have been having never gone to that so it's just a crazy thing like you literally never know fire nation what's going to come up so just always be open always be positive look for that silver lining because it truly may appear and julie Break it down for us. What's one takeaway that you want Fire Nation to walk away with from this venture?
1: Well, what happened was he introduced me to a completely new market and You know, he had a booth at uh, a show in Vegas. It was called the ASI Show, which is the promotional products industry. And he said, you know, why don't you come on out to Vegas, drive on out there, and I'll give you a little portion of my booth, and you can kind of test your product and see what works. And so – I walked into the show and this is, you know, I'm trying to sell this product in the sporting goods industry and getting nowhere. Um, you know, I had a few little successes and I was selling a few here and there, but it was really like pulling teeth. The minute I walked into that trade show, I'm wearing the wrist water bottles and they have logos on them from corporations and I was literally bombarded, you know, in the aisle. I had people just piling up. Just, what is that? That's so cool. And it was brand new. And I said, you know what? Go to the places where the markets, the industries, where they want you. In, in the promotional products industry, they have to have something new and exciting all the time because, you know, pens and hats and mugs and T-shirts have been done over and over and over again. They want something brand new. And this was it. And I realized this is the market I need to be in. And within one month, I found a distributor who was selling a $100,000. The first month, he sold 100,000 Swiggies. And we sold them to uh, a big marathon, the Dublin Marathon, and they ordered three times from us. So that became my market. And that's how I've sold over half a million is just from that market alone.
0: So Fire Nation, find your niche. There's a reason why I release Entrepreneur on Fire, the podcast, in the business section of iTunes and not in the sports section. If I had it in the sports section, this could be the best podcast in the world, but everybody that's going to the sports section for podcasts, they're not going to resonate with Entrepreneur on Fire. So I found my niche. Luckily, there's a business section. I'm there. Julie's found her niche. So just realize that if at first you don't succeed, try, try to find another niche. (laughs) So Julie, what we're going to do now is go to the other end of the spectrum. We're going to go to the aha moment. We're going to talk about a light bulb that went off at some point in your journey. So share with us a story. Again, take it down to the ground level of a time that you had this great moment that resonated with you and the steps you took to turn that idea into success.
1: Well, I think that actually was the aha moment when I walked into that trade show. And, um, you know, from that moment on, the it, it just became like a snowball. You know, once you have one success, it turns into something else. And from that show, I got a lot of publicity. That publicity led to more publicity. It eventually led to the Today Show and, you know, if people will, will start finding you once you get out there.
0: Tell us the aha moment of Swiggy's. How did that moment, that idea come to mind?
1: In the middle of the summer in Texas and the hottest weather possible and I had uh, you know left the, the house and I was going on a, a run and I forgot to bring water or I didn't drink enough water when I started out. And when I run, I carry my, you know, keys and music and everything and I had no way to carry water and I ended up passing out from dehydration on the side of the road which could have been a really bad thing but luckily someone happened to be driving down this little country road and stopped and took me to the hospital and I said yeah this is really not good I mean this could be dangerous and I thought, how could I have water easily accessible so I don't ever run into that problem again? And no one had ever come up with the idea of putting water or a water bottle strapped to your wrist. And I wasn't even sure if it would work. So I came up with several different designs and eventually found something that did work. And that was the aha moment. I said, if I need this product, I'm sure other people need the product.
0: So, Julie, that's an aha moment. That's a light bulb that went off, and that's a great story. So, boil it down for us. One lesson that Fire Nation can walk away with from that experience.
1: There are always problems to be solved. I mean, there is never a time when we don't have problems. And actually, we'll never run out of problems because sometimes, you know, when you create a new product, you create new problems. Um, and there are always ways that entrepreneurs can add on to a product. I'll give you an example. Just like the the smartphone is great, but someone came up with an idea to put a cover on it so that you know if you drop your phone, it doesn't break. So there are always ways to add on to something or to you know create new products that solve problems. That's what inventors do. We solve problems.
0: So Julie, if you can't tell by now, I like stories. People resonate with stories. We connect with them. We learn from them. We're inspired by them. So let's keep the same mindset, the same mentality that you shared with the aha moment of telling a story. So share with us the time that is your proudest entrepreneurial moment.
1: When I first started out, I was so naive about you know, the retail market and how it works and selling. I had no idea what I was doing. I literally would put the swiggies in my car and just start driving. And I drove to the corporate headquarters of a big sporting goods chain. And I had, and if you had seen the packaging and the product at the time, it was awful. It was really terrible, But I was so naive and I just, you know, I knew that they had to have this product. So I walked in, I sat in the lobby and I said, I'd like to see, you know, the the big cheese, the head honcho, you know, I wasn't even going to take the time with the buyer. I want to see the the person (laughs) at the top. I had no idea that I couldn't do it. And I actually got a meeting with them. And I walked in and I said, here's my product and here's how it works and just made the big pitch and I got a big order. And this went into all of the chain stores. This was in California. It was on the West Coast. And I actually got a big order just from being that naive, but being really passionate about my product and fearless, completely fearless.
0: Julie, let's be honest. Sometimes ignorance is bliss and can yes, open is. up great opportunities in life. I remember when I first started podcasting, I just emailed Seth Godin. I didn't know any better. And guess what? He responded and said, sure. How about tomorrow? 1 p.m. So if I knew better, I probably wouldn't have done it, but I was ignorant. So Julie, let's talk about the entrepreneurial journey. I want to hear your philosophy of the entrepreneurial journey because we experience the highest of highs, the lowest of lows, this roller coaster that we're on, this emotional roller coaster, can be very trying to anybody. So what's your philosophy of the entrepreneurial journey and how do you keep some semblance of a balance during this roller coaster ride?
1: Um who says I have balance? <laughs> <laughs> the great thing is I work 16 hours a day, every single day. And I've always been that way. I think you had better love what you do. And I tell people this all the time, people who are, you know, going to start businesses, you are going to work twice as hard as you would in a regular job because, you know, in a regular job, once you clock out, it's everyone else's headaches. You go home and do whatever you do and, you know, they get stuck with, you know, working the extra hours. But when it's your business, you're never off, really. And especially in the beginning. And so I, you have to love what you do. And I know you do. I know you love what you do. And that's probably what gives you so much passion to keep doing it.
0: Well, on that note, Julie, and yes, I love what I do. Mondays, I interview eight entrepreneurs. People hate Mondays. I love Mondays. I wake up saying, <laughs> wow, I'm going to have eight incredible... Chats with people like Julie, with people like Gary, with people like Seth. I mean, it's just really inspiring and I am passionate and I am working my butt off too. I mean, I have an app called Rescue Time and I never clock in at under 70 hours a week. And sometimes it's over 80, but it doesn't feel like it. I mean, I worked all day Saturday, all day Sunday to add to that. And, you know, that's just what I do and that's what entrepreneurs are doing. And, you know, we're not talking about, hey, you have to overwork yourself, but if you really do enjoy it, then that is your passion and that brings us to present times julie that brings us to today share with fire nation one thing that just really has you fired up right now
1: well it's not in the swiggies business Um, it actually because of swiggies you know during you know in 2008 2009 when everything just crashed i learned some very valuable lessons as I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs did, I put all my eggs in one basket. And I said, I will never do that again, because you never know, you know, as far as the economy or um customers' taste change, technology changes, anything can happen. So I spread it out and I started creating other businesses. And one thing I started doing is sponsorship and it's small business sponsorship, which is completely different from, you know, Nike and Coca-Cola and AT&T. You know, typically what sponsorship has been about is these big corporations that spend a million dollars to sponsor athletes and big sporting events. But what I found that was lacking was the small business sponsorship, that small businesses want to get in on that but they can't do it on that million dollar level. And so I found a way to connect artists and speakers and authors with uh, small business sponsors so that they both get in and create uh, marketing partnerships that work for both. So, you know, small businesses are struggling right now. And this was just a way to do it. And and honestly, it's been around since the Renaissance. During the Renaissance, this is how artists got work. They went around to little merchants and formed partnerships with them. And this has not happened since the Renaissance. And I couldn't understand why. And so, you know, there are over 28 million small businesses just in the U.S. alone and the opportunity it's a gold mine it's really a gold mine the opportunities are endless my first sponsorship was actually from a european country a company that wanted to come to the us so that's what excites me right now is the um the chance to get small businesses in on sponsorship
0: Wow, well, you're really having some light bulbs dinging in my head right now to bring this into the podcasting sphere because that's something that I'm really seeing in my business as being such a powerful monetization tool. And with Entrepreneur on Fire, the demand far outstrips the supply. Like For almost the rest of 2014, my particular podcast is completely sold out with sponsors, but I know there's a lot of podcasts that are out there that are looking to really get into this game the right way. And there's a lot of small businesses out there that that are looking to lock in and really find the correct audiences for their product, for their service, these companies that will actually match the business, the product, the service with the audience really has a great opportunity in this year and beyond, no doubt. And Julie, what's just one thing that you're really seeing that's exciting you that's just over the horizon, that's just over that edge? What is it?
1: That is one thing. And, um, I think innovation is something that's really so needed right now. But it's, it's interesting that a lot of companies say, well, we want to innovate. But then when you get down to it, most people do not innovate unless there's a crisis. And that includes me. I didn't, I did not innovate until, you know, the rug was pulled out from under me and I had no choice. But it shouldn't be that way. You should constantly be innovating and thinking about the next thing, the next thing, just at least have something in the pipeline so that you're never caught off guard as a business owner.
0: There's a great book on this topic called Anti-Fragile that really focuses on those countries and those entrepreneurs and those people that are continuously having the rug pulled out from them are the ones that are always innovating, that are always staying cutting edge, that are always having great success because they are not fragile. They're anti-fragile. They can adjust to the changing marketplace that you speak about so eloquently, Julie. And before we head into the lightning round, let's thank our sponsors. I am so not a phone person. Just ask my friends and family and they'll tell you. But now that I live across country, I rely on the phone to stay in touch. What about with Entrepreneur on Fire? Well, you might think that most of my communication is done via email, just like most of the world is used to now. But when it comes to business and building relationships with sponsors or guests... I'm on the phone a lot. Lucky for me, I have eVoice, which allows me to set up a professional greeting in case I can't get to the phone in time. Plus, I have the ability to route my calls to any number I choose. That way, whether I'm at my desk or on a plane, I know that the calls coming in will get to someone on my team who can help. Evoice is giving Fire Nation five dollars off per month forever on top of their 30-day free trial. Just go to evoice.com, enter promo code FIRE. That makes Evoice under eight bucks a month. Evoice.com promo code FIRE. When's the last time you implemented something to help you protect your business that took you less than five minutes to activate? Typically, it takes a bit longer than that to get a new system up and running, which can keep us from doing it in the first place. With MailRoute, the quick activation time is only the beginning. MailRoute does all of its work outside of your network, which means you don't have to worry about anything slowing you down. Their service not only helps reduce network and server load, it also helps lower management issues. MailRoute even gives you maximum control over your inbox by allowing you to change settings and update your preferences directly from your notifications, including your whitelist and blacklist preferences on a domain-wide or per-user basis. Talk about saving a ton of time and avoiding a ton of stress. You, Fire Nation, have a lot of other things you could be focusing on. For a free trial, go to mailroute.net, enter promo code EOF for 10% off the lifetime of your account. MailRoute.net, promo code EOF. And now we've reached my favorite part of the show, which is the lightning rounds, where you get to share some incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds like a plan. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: I knew how much work was involved, or at least I thought I did. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I didn't want that responsibility. It wasn't so much the money, and I know money holds a lot of people back from becoming entrepreneurs, and it never, ever should. I started with $5 and a lump of clay. That's literally how I started my business. But I think it was the fear of the responsibility, because once you start having employees People are dependent on you. And I have employees, not really employees, but I have over 20 distributors around the world. And they're not technically employees, but they are dependent on me. And I have uh, moms, you know, single moms who support their kids with my product. And so I think that was holding me back. And once you jump into it and you get in there, there's no turning back. You know, I had three employees of my own in the U.S., and you're you're responsible.
0: Julie, what's the best advice you've ever received?
1: Do you know who Tom Vu is? No. Oh, you have to look him up. He had, I think he had an infomercial, and he's the one who said, come to my seminar. And I guess his number one piece of advice that he always gave, he said, if you, ever, you know, have any advice, listen to this one thing I'm telling you, never give up.
0: Boom. (laughs) Tom Vu, three wise words.
1: You have have to, as an entrepreneur, you have to look him up.
0: All right. I'll try to link to a YouTube video if I can find one of his (laughs) in your show notes page. And Julie, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success?
1: I'm not sure that it's a habit, but it is a belief system. And I don't know if it's (laughs) a good thing or a bad thing, but I just never think that anything is impossible. I I think that you can always find a way to do something. And that's probably the problem-solving innovator in me is that you can't tell me it can't be done because I will keep trying until I find a way to do it. And that's part of the never give up, I guess. And, um, you know, entrepreneurship is not something that happens overnight. It's a lot of trial and error. And that's why I say never give up and just believe that you can do it. Because sometimes there are going to be many days where other people tell you you can't do it. And you are the only one at sometimes where that you believe in your success. Julie, do you have
0: an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners?
1: Well, I mean, Alexa.com is, you know, I'm just constantly... In competition with myself. And I always want to make sure that I'm improving. And so I think I use Alexa.com. I'm not sure how accurate it is. I'm not sure how accurate Google Analytics are. But um, I just, you know, constantly check those to make sure I'm always improving.
0: Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that Julie and I are chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Julie Austin. And Julie, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be?
1: Okay, I'm gonna recommend something um, probably most people have never heard of or recommended. And it's a very old book, but it's still relevant today. And it's called Prospecting Your Way to Sales Success. So even an old-fashioned title like that. Uh, And the book is by Bill Good. And the reason I recommend it is if you don't know how to sell, you don't have a business. As an entrepreneur, you can hire all the reps you want, but you have to know how to sell. And if you watch Shark Tank, they always say, what are your sales? That's the first question they ask.
0: Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Julie, this next question is the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: The first thing I would do is reach out and start meeting people. So, you know, you need to have those connections. It's very important. It was important you know, during the Renaissance time. It's, it's been important ever since that business owners have to have connections. You have to get out and meet people. That's the first thing I would do. Then I would find out what is their most pressing problem. Mm. Then it says I have a laptop. I don't know if we have uh <laughs> Google ads. I don't know. If oh, it's identical
0: this. to Earth. You got it.
1: Oh, okay, great. Then um what I would do is I would spend that $500 creating a website that addressed that problem. I would solve it for them. I'd spend the rest of that money on Google Ads.
0: Well, Julie, I love that answer. You got specific. You gave a roadmap that Fire Nation kind of chew on and say, you know what? Let's give that a try. And I have just enjoyed hearing your journey and the stories you've told. I mean, so specific, so heartwarming. We're really inspiring. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, Julie. Then share the best way that we can find you and then we'll say goodbye.
1: The best advice I have is Start a business with nothing. And I know that sounds crazy, but if you have money to start a business, what you'll do is spend it. You will just, you'll spend it on things that are not going to work and it doesn't challenge you. It doesn't, you know, really build up those creative muscles that you need. Start with nothing. And I guarantee you those things that you do with nothing are really the things that are going to work anyway. And that's what I wish I had known in the beginning because I literally did spend money, you know, here and there on things that I shouldn't have been spending money on. I should have started with nothing. I mean, I did. I started with $5, but I, you know, as I got money, I spent it. And I think, you know, just just be creative. In, in your in your marketing, and try to find those things that don't cost money because that's what's really going to work.
0: And share the best way that we can find you.
1: The best way to find me is create for cash. It's create for cash, dot com.
0: Well, Julie, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've been chatting about today at eofire.com. Just type Julie into our search bar and her show notes page will pop right up, Fire Nation. And Julie, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. Podcasters Paradise is everything we thought it would be and more. Do you know we have over 350 active members who are sharing their best techniques and tactics in the forum and even connecting outside paradise to exchange honest reviews in iTunes and be guests on each other's shows? Having a community of like-minded entrepreneurs can make all the difference. Learn about paradise today at podcastersparadise.com.